0: This is exciting you guys. It's a big big it's a big night. We're all stir crazy even though we're not even really starting our work from home yet. <laughs> we're looking at each other's faces.
1: I'm ready to go
2: back to the office.
0: We've hit 10,000 downloads. I think I've
2: been stir crazy for about 4 years.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is no change.
0: let's just blame it on the tangle we're just gonna blame it on the tangle (laughs) it's it's their fault yeah blame it on the eh, 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 tangle
3: This is episode 25, Ship of Magic, chapters 31 through 36. And I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa,
4: and sometimes I wish I lied and said I was a new reader.
5: (laughs) I'm Jenny, and I'm a new reader.
2: I'm Eli, and I'm a new reader.
5: I'm Elena, a rereader. I mean, I'm Elena, (laughs) a new reader. (laughs) someone has to do
0: it every time right it's fine yeah (laughs) and i'm ashley and i'm a new reader
3: so so um, first up is corrections omissions and announcements uh we're gonna take this time to say hello to Alyssa's friend dan hi dan
1: cube is the best character cube
0: oh this is cube
1: okay tell
0: us dan cripple
4: it's what you've always wanted a shout out on a robin hobb podcast
3: (laughs) i uh appreciate dan because i will now forever call night eyes cube (laughs) i genuinely had to be like wait what's
0: his real name
3: but i will say this dan
0: I, too, in the beginning was not the hugest Night Eyes fan because I found his inner monologue to be kind of annoying. But then he clearly is like... <laughs>
6: <laughs> he's a necessity yeah. for a certain Yeah, he's characters. like saving the
0: day 100% all the time and sacrifices a lot. Yeah. And he turns out to be a baller, so... Yeah, the, uh,
3: it's it's the reader's voice, you know? It's kind of like you need someone to be like, hey, Fitz, you're an idiot. Yeah. And that I I'd love
0: a book from Night Eye's point of view like Ooh. god damn it this fucking idiot again it might be a little late but Dan I should tell you that I've been sending them
4: here <laughs> <laughs> oops
6: oops
3: so this is the last episode for Ship of Magic we're gonna be done after this Uh, So I think we will spend a little time at the end of this just kind of talking about how we felt about the book and about this new part of the map. But first, we have to get through the section. So I have no content warnings for the section at all. So who's up with chapter 31?
1: Me. Uh, Chapter 31 is called Ships and Serpents. Um, so Wintro has finally been brought back up on deck to see Vivacia. They talk about their senses of self again when they're together and apart. Uh, Winter talks about how he can feel all of the slave's misery through her, and Vivacia contemplates, what was I before I was a live ship? Because when Wintro was gone, she could almost recall something else. She says, moving swiftly of my own free will, and she thinks she likes, she thinks that yeah, she thinks that she liked it. Um. She tries to talk to him about the serpents, too, but Winter has falling asleep on her, and she's not really pleased about that. Um, so Kyle comes up on deck after that and has what I can only surmise to be a serpent-related hissing bit, <laughs> and tries to kill Winter by tossing him overboard, because he's father of the year. Uh, while all that's going on, she tries to, like, beat, one of the, white, beat the white serpent away, and when she touches him, he, it tries to talk to her, and then she's freaking out, and Gantry is super hashtag over it. Um... Cancer should pay more attention because the Tangle is around and Malkin thinks that Vivacia might be she who remembers and knows that the ugly white serpent was really trying to talk to her so he thinks that that means that they should follow her. And Shriver and Sashuria, I can never pronounce that name correctly. Um, they're the only ones that follow so goodbye to the rest of the Tangle we barely knew. These bitches. Um, so we, never <laughs> knew we never knew their names anyway or how many there were so goodbye. Um... So Gantry asks Vivesha what she wants, and she says she wants things to go back to the way they were before Kyle, and, you know, like that's really relatable. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So afterwards, Wintro is left huddling in the figurehead, and they share some harsh words, and Vivesha claims that she's, like, a slave to his family, and that she is what they made her. And Wintro is not really having that, because he's like, well, I really am a slave and have been for, like, three whole days, and... I've got, you know, a tattoo of my face <laughs> and my, you know, I've been in shackles. So they basically have a breakup, and she withdraws herself from him and decides that they're better apart. And Wintero is feeling pretty abandoned, and he asks what he's supposed to do now, and she kind of throws his words back in his face and basically tells him to figure it out. So he goes and gets a bucket of salt water in the back and goes down to the slave holds. and then Vyvesha decides to take pride in herself for once and actually sail well for a change. Um... Then we go over to the Ophelia, where Althea is playing dice with the figurehead, and Ophelia is using this as a way to extract all of Althea's secrets out of her through a series of questions. So through the game, she learns that Ethel is in fact Althea Bestert and that she has lost her ship, and Ophelia tells her about the top secret live ship club, where they've made a <laughs> pact to not let another live ship down after Paragon. So she promises to help, and she also asks her about the dark-eyed man who gives her such stimulating dreams.
0: That tea, that
5: tea. <laughs> I think, uh, I think that last sentence right there is 100% why Ophelia wanted to keep Althea on the ship. She's right. like, also <laughs> just lame ass sailor dreams about hot, big titted women. I want yeah. the one about that sexy, dark haired man that gives me all those luscious feelings.
0: Do live ships flirt with each other? I would think so. Why not?
3: <laughs> they knock rudders. Ooh, <laughs> ew, ew,
6: PG, no. Oh, it's so good.
3: Oh no. <laughs> they, you know, that's what the bumpers are for on the sides, so they can just. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> and by hate, she that's means faking nice. <laughs> the shipster. Hey, that, that these are the books that Ashley asked
5: for. She said I she did. wanted them to get weird.
3: I'm here for it, all of it. Every last
0: bit
5: of it. <laughs> Look, so, if they're not dirty, we'll make them dirty. Okay? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <happening>. I object.
3: <laughs> so I think it's time that we talk about the serpents. I'm so sorry.
0: Ugh. Yay. But, I found the but, white, the all, is the all white one in this one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I found to the him Moby Dick. I found Moby Dick to be like particularly fucking horrifying. Just yeah. the idea of it just being this like albino one. I don't know. Not again. <sighs> I don't mean to make any social commentary on albinos, but the thought of it just being like this serpent shaped, all white, gross thing. I don't know. I don't That's really
3: what either. bothers you about old... it. Not the fact that it's like
2: it's like a gross one. It's <laughs> it's all
3: trying it. to talk to the ship and.
5: And it's gigantic, and it's
2: like, "Hey, give me your slaves, plunky." It's, it's,
5: <laughs> it's like the Baron Harkonnen of the, of the, mm-hmm. of the serpents because it's just like super fat and gross, and it doesn't ever see sunlight. I respect it. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> but why is it trying to talk to Vivacia? Oh, That's weird. right? Well, yeah,
0: that there's that.
3: She who remembers. She who remembers? She we she love
0: remembers. names like that in <laughs> yes.
6: It's very robin. Dragon. That's a
3: very Robin Hobb name. She
6: who remembers.
3: Very yes. <laughs> as dragon. Girl dragon. dragon. What's your robin Hobb, robin Hobb name? Ooh, what is your Robin Hobb name? Oh god. Pause. Oh mm. man, what is it? Girl <laughs> who does not draw goats. Go
0: on podcast. <laughs> I don't. You guys will have to tell me what mine is because I can't even begin to guess.
2: <laughs> be kind to me.
3: We'll, we'll think about it. Yeah, mm. that, that on can on be. In, that can be its own episode. Listeners, or, send us what your names are, or send us what you think our names should be. On you can say on over <laughs> in eating eating lots of prepositions. <laughs> <laughs> just list them all. Uh. And Kyle tries to throw a son overboard cool that what that no. whole thing was just like whoa he snapped, <laughs> like really intense fully snapped really intense thing, yeah,
5: it was
0: a little it was a bit much, it was a little dramatic.
2: it seems like uh when what's his name, oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fart, um Brashen was wanting to commit suicide. He was like being brainwashed by the serpent.
0: Oh my mm. god, I did not even think of that.
3: <laughs> that's why I said it was a. That's because serpent-related you think so poorly of Kyle that you're like, oh yeah, he would totally I, throw I, his I, sun I think it's
0: totally within his capacity to do that. So yeah, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's him being a dick. Well, you know, I feel like
1: they probably can't, you know, can they completely mind control you or does it have to already sort of be there? Or do they just like. Exactly. Yeah, fire? they <laughs> might
0: just exacerbate like a negative feeling that you already have going
1: so it was kyle walking by and like wow i wish
3: i could just get rid of him and then the serpent was like throw him over time yeah. <laughs> i'm hungry snack time <laughs> nom, nom,
5: nom. well if the, if the if the serpent's sort of siren call can like enhance whatever you're feeling then it would um just sort of be like doubling down on those thought patterns because like i don't know if you guys. Experience this, but like you know, if you're really mad or really sad, like the more you focus on it, the more you feel it. For or At sure. least, like that's true for me, and so I think that's what maybe the serpents do is they they stop you from like br- like having other thoughts intruding on that downward spiral, and so then you just get like more and more caught in that emotional vortex, um, and suddenly, really irrational things like throwing your disappointment of a son overboard because fuck him and fuck that bitch of a ship, like seem to make a lot of sense. <laughs> But that's that's crazy time. Like Kyle, back off from the crazy time. No, no. Like that's yeah.
1: <laughs> Should we talk about uh, Vivacia thinking that she well, was on something else? I'm
0: just saying, if the serpent's is chasing after her and she thinks she used to be something else, then something is up.
3: Theories, questions. Like I don't know what.
0: My God, we're dealing with magic. It could be anything.
3: So is the And I mean, we know that the vivacia is people, <laughs> many people inside the boat. Is she yes. talking about one of those people or is she talking about something else?
0: I don't know. Cause they say that they, so the serpents, and I don't know what chapter it is in this chunk, but like the serpents say that That's they used chunk, to be in a position of chapter. power. And so they're trying to get back
3: to that. So Ashley's theory is she doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I
0: might expand on it later when we get to that section.
3: Okay. Okay. So so from the <laughs>
5: so I haven't I have like zero exposure to the rest of the hobverse. So um, so from a from the perspective of like her being made of wizard wood and what we know of wizard wood, it sounds like to, it, I read that and and was immediately like oh. Were the Wizard Wood trees either sentient or like did the Wizard Wood trees absorb the lives of like the creatures that died in them? Like maybe she's remembering like a squirrel or something like that that died in the particular tree, but like its spirit went into the wizard wood and like the same way the you know, captains she's went just into the squirrel. ship's you know, wizard wood. So that was kind of my thought.
3: I like it. I like the idea that she has many squirrels. <laughs> She's just a fuck ton of squirrels and birds.
5: Or whatever weird rain wild squirrels are. Jenny, draw that. you're on a cute animal kick. It's goats. Rain wild squirrels. I'm, like, <laughs> <bunch of> <laughs> I'm just thinking about the <laughs> War- warty
0: squirrels. They have lots of warts. I'm thinking like, okay, so if the dragons came to life by absorbing the lives of the humans that made them, then is alive, live keep going, ship keep going somehow in that same realm of like, maybe the people who actually, the people who actually like built the ship, you know, like it absorbs the life of those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the
4: proverb. What is a live ship, but the squirrels that made her.
6: <laughs>
0: That's a T-shirt. Put it on
3: a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else? Gaining more fans, Alyssa. Just
2: gained twenty more.
3: Right, but like a uh, like a you know like a ship that wasn't broken might, or damaged or new. I think it was all of us
0: or Paragon. <laughs> <Okay. her> <laughs> yeah, she's totally level-headed. She's. I love that she's a woman in a position of great power over these men that are, you know, steering her. And yeah, she was, uh, I guess, somewhat powering her too. But yeah, no, it's, um, I liked
6: her I'm a whole happy.
0: bunch. She's a girl's girl and I'm there for it. <laughs> and they respect and the, her, her crew and she seems respects to be them. Competent. They have and they like all... this love you know, and, all... you know, like they're laughing yeah. and joking back and forth and like,
3: yeah. All right, yeah, that it's family. not complete and total dysfunction. They're not yelling. What
0: do you want, you stupid ship? <laughs> yeah, which you know, at this point, we've only seen two ships that were her.
5: dysfunctional,
0: so it's <laughs> nice to. It's nice to see that family where the parents have been
5: married yeah, for thirty it is, years. It is really nice, and I don't <laughs> know. I, I particularly loved the way that the um the family. Like, makes sure that she's happy. Like, literally, like, part of Althea's watch is to go play games with the ship so that she has someone to talk to and something to do. Like, they definitely treat her as, like, a sentient being, as an intelligence and a personality and somebody who has greater social and relational needs than just like communing with the family member like that was so fucking great and clearly it pays off because you know like they're successful and happy and their ship runs well and they have a good team like that was i'm so glad althea got to experience well yeah because
3: that. at this point it's like how do these people actually make money because everything's so dysfunctional and weird and but now mm-hmm. you have you're like oh they make money like this because people can actually work i'll yeah. take note
5: yeah
2: <laughs> i like the the little tidbit we got about paragon as well um she was talking about how they like no live ship yeah leaves bingtown without passing paragon and they yeah it's kind of sad It it also it also makes you think that like they couldn't change his fate like he's kind of uh, maybe it's to, to some degree a lost cause, even to the live ships, um, and they're trying to avoid this. I know they just sailed by, but and he's again. blind.
4: The least they could do is blow him a little kiss.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little like a toot toot <laughs> to call out to him.
2: Leave some followers for the rest of us.
3: All right, chapter thirty-two. <laughs>
2: Oh, I guess. I'm pretty sober. I don't know if I can do it. Um, Wintro is down below in the hold with the slaves, tending to their needs as best he can. Here, inside, as Wintro calls it, is his new world. Having witnessed the horrors of being a slave, he can no longer spend his time outside as a ship's boy. Wintro encounters a slave, Sa'ada, who helps with his request to um, aid his friend Ratbait, who is aptly named because he was in fact bitten by a rat and is now festering and consumed by fever. <laughs> um, Wintro gets some dirty water for rat bait to clean off with. And Sa'ada requests that Wintro ask if rat bait be allowed to sit on the deck to die in cool air. Um, Wintro recognizes Sa'ada's accent as being from Marrow, where he studied to be a priest. And they reminisce about, uh, the, the priestly life there, because apparently Saada is a priest as well. Saada asks Wintro to bring him anything that would help the slaves free themselves, and Wintro quest- questions what the slaves would do if they were freed, but doesn't give too much thought to it um, before promising that he'll at least try to get some help for Ratbait if he can. Above decks, Vivesha and Gantry discuss the serpents. Gantry doesn't think that they can drive the serpents off because... You know, in the morning he's throwing rocks at them, but at the day at at night he is uh, he's throwing over dead slaves for the serpent to eat. Um, Vivacia says that the white serpent urges urges her to do unspeakable things, and he communicates to her without words. <laughs> Gantry thinks that she's bonkers, um, <laughs> and he thinks that she's been driven mad by the anguish of the slaves, which he contemplates his role in that. Um, Gantry turns to walk away from Vivacia, and then she ominously reminds him again that she had told him to get off of her. Wintra appears, pleading for the dying rat bait, and Gantry is reluctant, but eventually agrees to aid him so that uh, Vivacia doesn't be uh, unruly in the, the storm that they can see coming in the distance. So, this whole time, we've got this interesting monologue in gantry's head where he's thinking about the wrongs of slavery and um but he's also like he he hates the idea that he had any part to do with it, and so he's it's really uncomfortable for him, so he's like, "This is wrong, but what could I do to fix it? I'm one person um that kind of thing so They go down into the slave hold, and they locate Ratbait, and Wintro begins to remove the length of chain, securing the line uh, of chain to the slaves and to the floor. As soon as Ratbait is free, Sa'ada starts praying over him, but then he quickly snatches the lantern from Wintro and then just throws it right into Gantry's face and presumably knocks him out cold. But we don't have any time to contemplate it because uh, immediately a slave walks over and bashes his head against one of the metal posts that the chain was attached to. Um, And he is very clearly dead. Um, Sa'adah frees the other slaves in the hold and then uh, states his plan that they're going to free as many as they can quietly. um, And then there's going to be a mutiny. Wintrow is, like, sort of shell-shocked, and he just, uh, like a deer in headlights, follows Sa'ada. Back aboard the Marietta, they're now within sight of Avasia, and a storm is really picking up. Kenneth, with one leg, is, like, barely even able to stand up, hanging onto the railing, Um, but he's determined to chase down the live ship. As the two ships get closer, Kenneth realizes that the Vivesha is being sailed very poorly, that people are running around everywhere, but they're not actually doing anything <laughs> that seems to be uh, involved with making the ship work. And, um, he thinks to himself that, uh, the ship is probably going to crash before he can even catch her, but he's, he's not deterred. Vivesha can be heard wailing in the distance, which is pretty unsettling. Um, and then, uh, Kennet himself is just like getting knocked around, thrown to the floor by the waves. Um, uh, Edda helps him to the wheel and so- Sorcor is over there and he believes that the, va- the Vesha is going to sink and he's like just let her go. We, you know, It's suicide because he sees that the ship is not going into the East Passage where they expected any normal person to sail, but they are sailing into the West Passage of Hosser Channel, which is where they were going to zoom past the East Passage and get in front of her but she's going right in there and apparently nobody's even sailing the ship so it's like <laughs> it's gone it's a goner but uh anyway Kenneth is like we're gonna go we're gonna go after her, get a boarding party ready and so core seems very reluctant to do it and um we find out as soon as edda is like hey i'll stay with him at the wheel <laughs> he's like okay i'll go so he was really just worried about Kenneth trying to steer the ship on one leg um he must look like he's like about to eat it because everybody is like, grimacing every time they look at him, and he can barely stand up. Um, so Etta is gripping the wheel, and Kenneth is guiding her, and Etta is internally very scared, but suddenly she's comforted by Kenneth's sweet words, showing her exactly <laughs> how to steer the ship and complimenting her. She's encouraged, <laughs> and she finds herself enjoying the exciting storm she's sharing with her love. Kenneth is seems suddenly bewildered by the fact that she likes the storm and uh, is like, you prefer this to easy sailing? And she responds, <laughs> Kennet, you are the storm and I prefer me Yo. when I am racing before your wind.
0: Oh, very forward.
2: Which which I thought was very poetic and cute.
3: <laughs>
2: but she's also not in love with Kennet at all, which is hilarious.
3: <laughs> so I think we're starting to see that like dilation of time that uh, we've talked about that happens at the end of Hobbes' books where things start happening uh, quickly mm-hmm. and all at once. Uh, so, yeah, we've very suddenly, fast. like, we're, we've got, we're, we're starting to see points of view that overlap each other, uh, you know, between like plot lines that have up until now been very separate. Finally, Finally. <laughs> we have, Kenneth has sighted a live ship. And it's our live ship. <laughs> okay. The one well, we whispered that again in the movie. very oh, beginning. Oh,
6: shit. It's
3: finally happening. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. No, <laughs> it's was... it
6: was our live ship. Oh, you! T- <laughs> I gotta crack open a
0: fresh drink here real quick. Sorry. I'm
5: still waiting on mine to be delivered. I don't Never know if gonna apologize.
6: happen.
0: Oh, Jelly. <laughs>
6: mm.
0: poor rat bait but also like i love that this guy who's supposed so he's he's uh a priest of saw nicknames his homie rat bait <laughs> after he
5: gets bit <laughs> that's fucked up so show of hands you didn't have who, a friend who actually thinks this dude's a priest
0: <laughs> i don't i think he saw him in tattered robes and was like oh yeah you're a priest so i'm
5: a priest too i just don't think a priest would have gone through all of this agreed i i think uh he i think he was manipulating Wintro, you guys for
0: sure <laughs> i totally agree with you
2: like everybody <gasps> in no. the entire book
6: <laughs>
2: yeah
1: i, I, I mean really
6: i think, think he probably it. just
2: grew up there and saw an opportunity
1: 'Cause
6: Sorry. I'm not doing
3: a podcast where I'm supposed to think about this stuff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't I do not blame I, really I mean t- I don't blame any of these people for like taking their freedom. Oh, no. They were Like I know that they killed some people that you know, like they killed gantry and we don't we supposedly like gantry and Vivacia likes gantry, but also like
2: also, also like Well deviation 100% knew what was happening right about there later. and was just like hey <laughs> it's not my fault that's like all that all that was there at the end hey it's not
3: right and she did, it's not like she like took up an alarm or yeah anything. no she, she let it
2: like... happen but she was she you know you could tell she felt bad about it I at least for it. him
3: yeah she did she didn't want to well, be she a did want to mutiny. me though, yeah.
0: she also day, told so. him to get the fuck off that boat and he didn't
3: Mm. she did she did warn him this is also the first time that i feel like windrow has acted like a priest or done priestly things. what by like passing out water to people well yeah because like up until then it'd been like well i made glass art and i read a lot <laughs> and i thought about things well he helped that lady that's die not <laughs> Yeah, that's why he became a slave. Well, he was kind of like, I'll say the words, because that's what she wants to hear. But he didn't know how to do it. Not I feel really, like he was pretty and... into it, though. I don't know. I guess so. But she was, she was going to die either way.
1: I think this was the first time he chose to do something. Yeah. Rather than getting, like, dragged into it. I mean, Vivasha sort of shamed him into it, but at the same time, he still chose to go and do it.
5: Well, I think Vivasha just shamed him about, like, not taking positive action and just sort of... sitting around waiting for things to happen to him so like he could have taken the positive action of I'm going to rejoin the crew and be my father's son instead like but he was like you know what I'm going to be a fucking priest because that's what I'm meant to be and so yeah
3: right and I think also like he's the agent of the ship at this point too and he's out there trying to like make the slaves feel better so they know that to them, if you were a slave, you would think the ship is on our side. hmm
6: hmm
2: So, I can't help but look at this book and try to find like, the catalyst. <laughs> like, what's <laughs> what's making the story drive? And uh, I like watching how Wintrow has sort of evolved from probably one of the meekest characters I've ever read in a book, to like, he's like Shit is happening around him, and he's like slowly getting you know more he's 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 having more uh control of the situation even if he's not not like really a you know he's he's not an amb- he's still not an ambitious person but he's at least like you know he's making decisions
1: so you're saying in like another book he could be taking care of Seed and like stabbing people <laughs> i up? think I don't, I don't for sure that. having yeah. finished
0: between like this chapter and then like <laughs> finishing this book. I think he's definitely going to the dark yeah. side for sure. Ooh, but we can talk about that later.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, let's make it later. <laughs> What's, who's got the next chapter? Uh, I think I do. Is are we done? Do we get everything
0: on that? Okay. Um, yes. I have chapter thirty-three: the day of reckoning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yar. Yar, so the chapter opens with Wintro reflecting on the horror that is taking place on the ship's deck and he's kind of trying to convince himself that he did not have anything to do with starting all of this carnage and that it was quote unquote out of his hands and I'm just throwing him a whole bunch of side eye on that one um, Wintro and Saadar free the map fate's map faced slaves who that one was hard and they stampede to the deck to join the rebellion that's kind of already started and he can hear screams from upstairs of all the anger and the fear and the death and um also he can hear the screams of Vivacia. she's fucking losing it and so upon emerging from below deck the first thing wintro sees is a dead mild which oh poor mild that makes me sad Um, and it's mayhem and it's bloodshed in all directions. And Wintra just kind of clambers his way through the wind and the rain and the waves to get to Vivacia. And, um, she lets us know that Comfrey is dead and that no one is manning the wheel. And she says that they're all going to die unless someone gets to the wheel and just, like, get to the goddamn wheel. (laughs) Like, hurry up, get to the wheel. Um... (laughs) Wintrow yells for everyone to stop fighting, like, yeah, that's totally gonna work, and, like, man the ship, and, like, no such luck, obvi. And as Wintrow trudges his way back to the wheel, he sees that many of the men on the ship have simply drowned on the deck, and he ponders, like, what was all this for then? So, then all of a sudden, Wintrow, like, gets real bossy real fast, and I was, like, there for it. He starts yelling (laughs) at all the idiot slaves, telling them to free the barricaded crew members and get to work, and as he gets to the wheel, Vivacious screams out, I iceberg dead ahead! And we know that there's, there's rocks coming. And so, um, also the words hard port are yelled just as a reminder that we are on a boat. I love this. <laughs> so <laughs> Wintro tells Spivacia that she has to guide him in steering because like he can't see shit. They need some rain or something. Everything's very blurry from all the water. <laughs> and so they do their mind meld thing and he's able to kind of like feel her and guide the ship. And he calls her my lady, which I super loved. So you know that all of their beef has totally been drowned. But I uh, don't <laughs> So then Sadar brings over that little fuck face Torg and he says that he's the only (laughs) way the ship is going to make it safely through the channel because everyone good on the boat is dead except for his dad who's still kind of like around but he's on his way out. And so it turns out that Torg has known all along that he was going to get a shit deal from Kyle and that Kyle was going to let Wintrow be the first mate, even though Wintrow didn't really deserve it. And so now he's trying to kind of get back at them and he wants everybody to talk nice to him, which (laughs) just kind of made me giggle. Um, And that like if they talk nice to him, maybe he'll save the ship. And Wintro just says that he doesn't trust Torg at all to man the wheel. And so the slaves just chuck his sloppy ass straight over the side <laughs> without missing a beat. They're like, "Not player, you're done here. Um, and I really appreciated the quote that... <laughs> They said when they threw him over that the useless die and I would definitely like that on a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt.
6: So um, Kyle gets brought up
0: to the wheel because honestly they could probably use his help and he's a giant prick per the usual and he and Wintro spat back and forth a bit and finally they agree to just like focus on the ship for the time being because they're clearly not going to see eye to eye. And then Kyle orders some people around because that's what he's good at. And so speaking of jerks, then we jump in this tra- chapter over <laughs> to the Vestrit house where Malta has been told that she has to court this gross toady guy from the Rain Wilds, And she's really not feeling it. But mom and grandma are kind of like tough shit, you little Bia. Like you made your bed and now you have to lie in it. And so Malta is very annoyed about the fact that she has to date this guy, but she's thinking, like, maybe I can put a spin on it and, like, brag to my frenzies about it. But also she's, like, highly annoyed that there isn't anything yummy to eat in the house. And there's a really big focus
6: on that. <laughs> She wouldn't yeah, survive She would crib. not. <laughs> she would not.
0: So then we hop back to the Vivacia. Kyle wants to know if Wintro is going to let him live or not. And Wintro promises that he will do what he can to keep him alive, which was pretty gracious of him. Um, Sadar finally notices that they're being followed by the Marietta and he flags them down. And then on the Marietta, we see that they are very excited that one, the ship is just being manned by a measly little boy and that two, they're actually welcoming the boarders. And so Kenneth's like, get me on that ship! And everyone else is like, dude, you are about to die. Like, you cannot get <laughs> over there. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm going on that fucking boat. This is my life ship that I've been waiting for. And so Etta and Sorcor agree to take him aboard his beloved live ship.
3: This is like action.
2: Yeah, this mm-hmm. is a good one.
3: Uh,
6: I
2: love that when they toss Torg overboard, like, it happens so fast It did he didn't It was like, have time to scream.
6: Yeah. goodbye. <laughs> <You can combine.
3: laughs> and he thought he was the bad guy in this story. Good for him.
4: I, ah. I love deaths like that. I know. Get out of here. Real quick.
0: Chop, chop. I Owen. just think of that song from Chicago. <laughs> he had
6: a coming. He had a
0: coming.
6: <laughs> he had coming all, all along. along. He did though.
3: He was he a jerk. He absolutely did. I um am kind of. I think that the the visual, the mental image of Vivacia just like screaming, mm. <laughs> like because she can't really do anything, right? <laughs> so she, it, so when, she's just like freaking out, like tearing at her own hair, maybe trying to like reach down and slap the water a little, mm. like. Yeah, I
0: envision it of like being in the front row of a roller coaster <laughs> that you really did not want to be on at all. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah
2: i bet she's real loud like <laughs> like yes. megaphone she's larger super than life.
5: she's humongous well the opposite of I mean, kenneth's I could hear her <laughs> yeah. from like a mile off um like screaming. in a storm in a storm yeah, yeah.
3: well i do you think yeah, that great what do you think like if she was on like i don't know what that what's that what's that ride at, at in the magic kingdom where they take your photo all of them they take your photo all of them, all them? All of them. i don't i have never been to. that okay i don't know <laughs> okay you have but we, we were like you're talking bait. about
2: the log ride i don't remember what the it's, log called, ride. But it's the log ride splash
0: mountain yeah. splash mountain it's mountains. like that the and, one where they take your photo yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> whichever one they can make money on <laughs>
0: They take Rachel they
2: are trying to sell you your photo every 30 really? feet in that I
0: park. Don't. Okay. Yeah, Space Mountain they got let's you let's all go together please. I would 1000% go back it's amazing
3: it's closed for Same. coronavirus
1: those, those poor camera people that have to follow people around and ask you and bother you if they want to take your photo and I've been
0: one of those people <laughs> there. It's Paul and Paul. you know what I'm the person I fucking buy photos from roller coasters all of the time <laughs> <laughs> I love it when I go to the fair and they have the crazy mouse, I buy that photo. When we were at Star Wars Con last year, they had these like flight simulator pods that you could go in and me and Eileen did it. I bought two sets of that photo because I wanted us both to have one. <laughs> You're a relic. I bet they love you. <laughs> I'm just like, if I'm going to burn money, let's fucking burn money. let burn it. Put this shit on fire. I want to see
3: it from space. Yes.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: when Corona when CoronaCon is is over and we can go to better cons than CoronaCon because it sucks, um, yeah. we should all photos just, for everyone. We're just gonna we, we'll plan a trip to Disney because Joey promised to be there. Yeah, man, I'm so yes! there for it. You realize I'd have to bring like my kid, right? Like if
0: I oh, and I'm also very. Can much Can we put right him in hat.
3: a t-shirt that says windrow
1: let's <laughs> put him in the t-shirt that says the useless guy oh.
6: i don't even know how He's to respond to that <laughs> who <goes> to <laughs> it's
1: the t-shirt mentioned in this what's,
6: what's our other t-shirt idea that one might be a little better um, um, I don't remember who splash mountain. No,
0: the one about the rats. The ship in the rat- or no, the squirrel, sorry. It's Rabbit. a tree rat. It's the same thing. <laughs> yes. Good
2: thing we recorded <laughs> it.
6: Don't 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 short-term really,
3: do like memories. family shot. t-shirts. When they go on these, they do like family t-shirts and hats and like themed outfits. Yeah. we Right. So it. we have to like come up with one for us. Like, we'll have it. Well, can, be great. Could
5: we just wear our Hobverse cosplay? We can put him in a sweatshirt. Like, too close shirt. to Disney cosplay.
3: I don't, I don't think you're allowed to do that at Disney World. Oh, you can't wear like
0: costumes. Like if you were just in street clothes, that was a cosplay kind of situation, it would be fine. But you're not allowed to wear costumes unless we go during the fall when they do Mickey's Not So Spooky Halloween. In which case, you can go to Magic Kingdom at night and you get to wear costumes. Ooh.
1: We can put them in the small... We can can just
4: oh, be yes. parents. Y'all better not be playing because I will go to Disney World with y'all.
0: Oh, no, I'm very serious. <laughs> no, no, way, we're not playing.
6: Thank goodness. I planned
0: a double... a bachelorette party for some friends of ours and it was her and her wife and it was co-ed and there were like 22 people and I planned the entire trip. So, like, I'm very much ready for this. I gotta. <laughs> if
2: they keep my chopping my cons, then I've got PTO to burn.
3: <laughs> yeah if i don't die of coronavirus i'll
6: go
2: yeah i mean we're we are (laughs) all going to die but it's
0: not before i get
6: back to someday we'll go to disney
0: so back to the podcast oh
3: yeah (laughs) the anxiety that i'm in 90 percent of the time let's yeah let's enjoy let's enjoy
0: our freedom while we have it um freedom i've been stuck in my house for four days (laughs) The freedom right. of friendship and talking and being mm-hmm. absorbed by a book and the freedom right, can of the open seas. So sure,
1: the freedom
4: of friendship.
0: Talk.
1: We have to entertain the other people who have We're been stuck in our, our minds.
3: Hands. Is what I meant. Free your mind, and the ship yeah. will follow. Oh, uh, Kyle wants winter. Oh, are we recording? Kyle stuff? So Kyle. <laughs> I think it I
0: really I really liked when he's like, So are you gonna let me live?
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I realize I
3: just tried to kill you. The oh how the tables have turned. But...
0: Yeah. There's a lot more kind of serious dialogue between them in this chapter, but it was a lot to get over and so I just wanna be like ah, put some humor spin on it and get through it. But like he kind of is like, oh, now you're being the son that I always wanted you to be. And he's like, it was never, like, I've always been this person. You just refused to accept me or to, like, give me the the space to be this person.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they were all like, you like, you went through all of this to get the ship. Like, we would have just given it to you. And he's like, that's not right. all with this one. Like, you didn't have, you, like, it's like you did this just to get the ship before you were, you know, old enough, and it's like, no, not, like, at, not at all not at that. all. And then he was like, never mind, you are not the son I always wanted.
6: Okay. <laughs> but will you let me know? know, I
3: think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what Wintro did. Wintro could have done everything that Kyle asked of him or expected of him without actually asking him, and he would, he still would have been a disappointment, because Kyle yeah. cannot be wrong
1: ever. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's always 100%. someone else's
3: fault. So, and it, the plan was never gonna work because we know that it was the wrong ship for the wrong job. So, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what Wintro did. It's really all just about Kyle being a huge fuckface.
6: <laughs> so,
3: I say Agreed. throw him overboard.
5: <laughs> I'm there. I mean... Aye, aye. I'm Yeah. I, I respect Wintro's What's... choice. To try and keep him alive because, you know, if Wintrow ever does make it home to his mother again, like he left believing his mother still wanted (laughs) Kyle back. And that whole, like, Kyle has that whole wonderful uh, soliloquy about, like, going home and all Kefria was going to see was the tattoo that he allowed to get put on Wintrow's face. Right. And, like, Like, actually regretting that and, like, oh shit, my wife's going to hate me now. So, you know, presumably Wintro has the same sort of sense that, yeah, my mom actually still loves my dad, even if I don't, and I love my mom, so I don't want to deal her that hurt. I mean, irony of the century, obviously, the Kefri is like, fuck, Kyle's going to come home at some point. What am I going to do then? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> And when he does
3: come home, is going to have a tattoo on his face. So really, it's all over. And that's all not Wintro's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he could just he could improve everyone's lives like by just being like, "Oh, I'm sorry, mother, but the pirates killed him."
5: <laughs> and nobody would be able to <laughs> I tried
3: to save him. That. Yeah. Oops. I couldn't stop them. It was sad, and now we can all have fond memories.
5: <laughs> yes. We can glorify the dead instead of having to live with the inconvenient um reality of that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stupid fuckface.
1: Better for everyone.
3: And they don't even have to like bury him because he's buried at sea. It's perfect. It's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> not buried at sea. Yes. It's eaten well, it's a euphemism. Buried at sea. <laughs> <laughs> Digested at sea. Wait. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Malta.
0: Malta. Malta. Oh, that whiny... A... I mean, <laughs>
4: my favorite tween. I know.
0: I mean that that looks...
2: guy's gotta be as exactly as hot as she saw in the dream, right? Like, because apparently his mom is hot.
3: Wait. Right? So you think that what she saw in the dream wasn't what she wanted to see, but what he actually looks like? I think. I that thought he I is,
0: kind of
2: took that I away think, too. Well, I I I think that because Kefria and Ronica saw. The guy's mom and she was like they said she was like weird but in a beautiful way like she was just kind of bluish <laughs> do you
3: think these people that wear veils head to toe and gloves and are not seen in because
2: everybody else in their society does it right Right.
1: well he's only I think, you know almost 20 so maybe yeah. he's not like and really also, also he might yet. wear
0: the veil so that the really unfortunate looking people don't realize how not unfortunate he looks because he doesn't want them to feel bad about themselves.
5: <laughs> it's just good yeah, It's really for everybody else.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking that maybe the family is just like it's new blood or something. They haven't been...
5: Yeah, because they're... Cl- they
3: don't live as close to, close to the reactor as all their neighbors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they're, they're, they're just clearly using like
5: that hyaluronic acid monetarily on the rise, <laughs> so they can afford to like buy new blood if they need to, like buy up debts and swap trade agreements and <laughs> flame jewels for you know that opportunity. And so they, yeah, uh, it sounds yeah. like
2: they have like a big family. So like they, they must like they are less affected yeah. by this whatever this terrible diseases or affliction, whatever Exposure is. to
5: the magic, yeah, whatever is causing it.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. A little mustache. That's,
2: yeah, my opinion.
6: I From think, little like...
0: little
3: mustache opinions, okay. <laughs> I
0: think this chunk was just annoying again, because, like, Malta's like, well, why do I have to do this, and this, that, and the other? And the parents are like, because, 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 this is the way things are done. And we uh, are still not seeing them sit her down and say like
1: well they even had a point where ronica was like you know
0: what you did like you know more than you think you than like
1: you've been telling us so like you're perfectly well aware of what you've done and you have to deal with it now which on some level yes like yeah she knows that
0: she was being manipulative or that she was lying to them but like she doesn't she still doesn't understand the Severity of her actions, yeah, because nobody has sat her down yeah. again. Like, well, still you know, not happening.
3: She doesn't understand how come up it, and this is a Robin Hobb novel. So, do you really think that Ma- that Malta's just gonna like live bliss in you know consequence free?
0: Oh hell no! I think she's definitely <laughs> no. going to the Rain Wilds and. I don't know if she's gonna wisen up or if she's gonna be a pain in the ass the entire time that she's there. But like, we're—I feel like we're definitely gonna see some type of growth with her. I don't know.
5: I hope we do because other possibly because growth on her. Totally unfair to Mister Rainwild, who actually seems kind of like sweet and naive and probably like deserves better.
3: Yeah, you and I will dance
6: well together. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: His voice is weird because he looks weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's move on to chapter 34. Let's keep this going. Uh, Alyssa, you're up.
0: It's me.
4: It's called Restorations. Ophelia is at port at Rinsten. Which is a small island city and is another creative name from locals because Rinston is where they mined and traded, you guessed it, tin. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me furious. Rinston? Some um, guy named Rin. He yeah, like it's this the mayor
6: named Rin. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, on, yes. And on board the ship, <laughs> Althea is awoken by Greg Tanira from a dead sleep in the middle of the night. And were it that we all could be awoken by Greg Tanira yeah. in a dead sleep <laughs> in the middle of the night. Because uh, the captain wants to see her. There's no one else aboard the ship because everyone has liberties. So she gets herself up and ready while thinking about how much she respects Captain Tanira until, oh God, wait a minute. Her last two brain cells kicked in and why does the captain <laughs> want to see her right now? Um, Althea steals herself and gives her hair a little smoothing and her cheeks a little flushing and she gets ready to be fired. <laughs> Who hasn't been in this position? Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. So she approaches the captains and Ophelia and they seem to be arguing with each other, Ophelia and the captain. And he takes his short pipe out of his mouth because it's time for business. And he takes a drag and a long exhale. And he says, you know what this is about? And Ophelia is like, Yeah. And the captain tells her to gather her stuff, and Greg will escort her ashore. And Athelia is absolutely heartbroken, but she's like, well, at least he's not screaming at me, which is a testament to how the men (laughs) in this book are. She's the most heartbroken at Athelia in particular and is like, I can't believe you'd betray me like this. And the charade then kind of comes apart and unravels because, surprise, the whole thing is a ruse to get Althea back on board the Ophelia as herself, as mate, all the way back to Big Town. Finally. Oh my god, I've never felt so happy in my (laughs)
6: life.
4: (laughs) Their plan is that Greg's tooth is going to hurt so much that he has to lay his (laughs) cap in the whole voyage dreaming of a root canal.
6: (laughs) It's going to work. <laughs>
4: I've said this myself as a lie. <laughs> um, captain Tenera is sour, like aboard the Reaper, that Althea snuck on board as a boy without them knowing, and he swears them all to secrecy, and Greg starts cracking up, and the captain whirls on him and says that Greg would be just as much of, as a lo- laughing stock if word about this got out. At which point quote, Greg lied merrily, which is something I also do as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) He says he's looking forward to his lazy voyage, and he looks at Althea to share in the joke, and Althea gets embarrassed because she looks like a grubby boy, and this is the cutest thing I have ever seen, (laughs) and they talk a little more... (laughs) they talk a little more about the situation with vivatia and how ophelia knew althea's great grandma and how much of a badass sailor she was and althea looks like her and uh tenelia updates althea on the hot goss from Jamelia. and althea learns that chelcedayan ships are going to dock in bangtown for free water and supplies and hmm, this sounds a lot like a little event called the quartering acts and I don't know if anyone was relentlessly drilled the Revolutionary War into them at school. Was it just Boston?
2: <laughs> okay.
4: It was, it was just Boston. <laughs> okay, just Boston. Cool. Good to know. Okay, it's fine. Um Greg lets Althea carry her own sea bag and sea bag for a sea hag and brings her ashore safely to the rooming house. She awkwardly offers to buy Greg a beer because that's flirting. And he awkwardly says that he would not be comfortable with that. But tomorrow they plan to meet as if by chance, and Greg says he'll buy her dinner then, and they can catch up, and they say goodnight, and Althea checks him out as he walks away. Hate to watch him
5: (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget she remembers he was a good dancer. Important detail.
0: Oh, yes.
4: Yes, he remembers he was a good dancer because he's just pirouetting and waltzing down the (laughs) (laughs) room. But speaking of asses, Brashen is drinking in a tavern with Tarlock. He has a little inner monologue about how it's so normal for him to have to get in a fight with men because it's all the testosterone. Just another day at the office.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: However, he is being bothered because he's basically a bodyguard off-ship while they make deals with pirates, aka suspicious sea dogs. And I really don't see the problem with suspicious sea dogs. I think that's the coolest phrase <laughs> in the world. <laughs> um, Tarlok is drunkenly insisting this whole time that he knows Brashin from somewhere else a decade ago. Like, for most of the part this part of the chapter. And he's correct. And Brashin used to be called Weasel aboard a ship called the Child of the Wind. Brashin is like you're not going to tell me you were a pirate now, were you, Sunny Jim? And Tarlac is like, hey, man, are you a cop? <laughs> have been a pirate.
6: <laughs>
4: but then Tarlac says something really ominous. You were a bored child of the wind when we took her. And then passes out drunk. Brashen is like, wow, it would be a shame if the ship left without you. Which is like, what's the bigger dick move? <laughs> Um, but you know what'll drive those bad memories away? It's free send in. Brashen takes a bite of his big old Slim Jim and muses about how Weasel never had send like this. Fuck. All right. Oh. I just, do you not picture it as a Slim Jim?
6: I did. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh man. Now I have to tell you, I think we got you covered on Civil War history. So when you want to talk about that, we're good. It's weird how. Always, yeah. all that can be uh so so Althea, obviously we can't have the same adventure twice, right we can't do like Althea is pretending to be a boy, blah blah blah, so now Althea's right. gonna be herself and she's gonna be with non shitty people who value her for herself, and we she not she doesn't, she doesn't have to worry
0: about getting raped she's gonna uh, get oh, a ship. hope ticket. so.
3: She's gonna yeah. get a ship's ticket. She's on a boat that works, that people like to be on. Uh, it's very close to the life <laughs> that she wants for herself. So... And she has... There's so much hope for which her. Which
1: means it can't possibly go well And the right. yeah, There's gotta... I don't
0: know. Oh, I don't know. Mm.
2: I know she's she's not gonna have to back it up with her fists like Brashin, but I just couldn't help when he was talking mm-hmm. about that, imagining her like just kicking ass, like just punching a bunch of people.
6: <laughs> I don't you know, can like...
3: write your fan fiction, and we would all. <laughs> yeah, do, it. You think, do you think she fights like Furiosa, or does she fight like Black Widow? Furiosa, just <clears throat> smacking, backhanding people all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I don't have anything to say about Brashin being a pirate. I don't what do you people. have to say
0: about him being a weasel, though? Well, so my my well, question. Is
2: that because he was small and fast, or?
0: Well, I'm just he, saying. They probably made he him run up the. Uh, just Robin Hobb really likes long, furry
4: animals. Muscovids? Chickens and weasels. Yeah. You know, long furry,
3: <laughs> long furry animals. Did
2: he? Did he like <laughs> worm his way up the mast? Like, do you do like the little furret? Like, no, no. Bear, so like, you, yeah.
5: M- no, the spoiler. The spoiler you know, that... Is, is that he was a weasel. So, 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 my man. question is, like, if if he really is Brash and Trell, like, how did he end up on a a, sh- a ship that right, wasn't a like a, his? You know, his family's live ship, and how did he? like how did he have a name like that on the ship and how did he end up like with the pirates so like was it a thing where he was on a pirate ship that took a, a, a family like what the Trell's ship and like they killed the actual Brashin and he just pretended I will not
3: hear the slander against Brashin and Trell
5: and I'm trying to th- I mean, he was disowned by yeah, his family, but it, well, right, trying though. Trying but was, he di-
2: was he disowned, like, at the age of 14, Right, though? yeah,
5: that, that's oh, true. Right. That it's yeah. kind of implied he that it was within the been? last few years when he was old enough to be, like, fucking it up with, like, drugs and whores. So, like, older teenager, not, you know, 12. Which Because, I mean, it's sad that Brashen's, like, 22 or 23 at some point. Um. So this was, like, 10 years ago, so he's, like, 12 he's or 13. 24. Like, he was a kid. When did he get disowned? So, who the fuck is this dude if it's not actually Brashin? His shitty family disowned a kid. Oh, man. Or
0: they did body swaps. We've seen it before. (laughs) 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 What does Sermon have that Brashin
4: doesn't? What does Greg have that Brashin doesn't? Can we just talk about the name? Can we talk
0: about the name Greg? Greg. (laughs) Oh, just awful. Can we talk about
2: the name (laughs) Tarlock? (laughs) It's <laughs>
5: like a that's like an evil like sidekick or something. That's a that's a Star Trek name for sure. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean Greg is clearly like a play on Greg, but like it had yes. to be hobbed that's up on, like, Kyle because he's not a Kyle. Greg. Uh, Gregory.
3: Greg, <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg. Greg. Yeah,
5: no, that's when you just a like Tanira. Like That's the name bluff. you start moaning. Like, oh, Tanira. Oh, Tanira. <laughs> like, fuck your first name.
1: Like, I mean, what would be the better alteration of Greg?
4: Of if Greg? we all collectively like, renamed him be Jeffrey, better? I wouldn't be
0: mad. I'm just <laughs> putting that out there. Gregory. Gregory.
2: I like the, the, the juxtaposition between him with, like, his cap on backwards with his, like, bow-legged, jaunty pirate swagger. And him being a good dancer, I thought that was a cool. Mm. Like it, it didn't seem to. They d- didn't seem congruous.
3: Yeah, but then she was like, "Ooh, you want to get a, d- a beer?" And he was like,
5: "Nah." It was so awkward. He's yeah. What he's gonna fucking to doing, him, guy? Well, no. He. I th- I loved his he answer. Stayed, I loved his answer. He's like, "No, my dad would not let me take a lady into a place like that." And I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, this dude has morals."
3: It. I'm it's with Elena. Yeah, yeah, but let me I'm buy totally you dinner. Yeah. yeah, he's a class act. That Greg. Look, I know he doesn't know he's competing with Brashin, but he is, and therefore he needs to step up his game. Um, except, <laughs> well, depending <laughs> yeah. on what his
5: game is, I think I think I he know. did. Like, I think he just like. Well,
4: Brashin
1: has no game.
5: Ah, uh, well, Brashin's a bad I boy. He, yeah, exactly.
0: I'm like, so he doesn't have to have game because he's a bad boy. <laughs> The pirate's <laughs> got the sendin, So, so Althea, who does it better? You, do you like find the out. weasel yeah. or do you
3: like the Jeffrey?
0: Uh, my guess is that <laughs> Brashin is better in bed rag is just like nice and kind to her which is something she hasn't had before doa and ration is just too rough around the edges i think she should i be think
2: ration's about now. to like descend into drug madness
5: yeah oh yeah he's, like, he's, he's,
0: on a, he's he's about
2: to go hardcore he's on a slippery slope
0: go to rehab
1: ascendant. before you get the girl
4: Fuck, Mary, Kill, Greg, Tanira, Brash, and Trell, or Rain Cooper.
3: I'm going Greg.
5: Like, I'll deal with the name.
3: I'm reserving my answer for spoiler section.
5: I don't know enough about the one. <laughs> uh... Look, just, just based.
2: I don't know. I think Rain's the only one who's going to get married.
5: <laughs> based on the behavior that we've seen, I'm going with Greg because. I'm in a place in my life Greg where I want what? somebody fuck like Mary
0: or kill. Yeah, which Greg is married. Greg's
5: the Mary, definitely.
0: Uh, definitely. Yeah. I don't know enough about the third individual to be able I to cannot. gauge. <laughs> which which one is the third? <laughs> well, I
1: don't think I wanna I don't think I wanna marry into that bloodline.
0: Yeah. Well
5: there's there's also True. the fact that like So, so you know, then like, it's bottles? just fuck or kill.
0: And we don't know
5: there's there's also like the fact that he's super high-handed and like is basically throwing money around to this little tart that he just met that he doesn't know anything about kind of going behind her family's back going behind his family's back like he's all right he's also a bad so boy. we're killing what it what if
1: he just pays him. you not to kill him I
0: love it. <laughs> you all have to choose now <laughs> i'm killing Jude man i'm fucking brash and uh, no i'm oh man Uh oh, it's so hard if I'm married to him, though, I get to fuck him, right? Well, yeah,
6: that's, that's part of the deal. <laughs> that's implied more
3: than once. Find out
6: more in the Rain Oil quartet. None of you understand that. It's fine.
2: I have, a, I have a question. How long does Rain have to live? When do they die? Do they die at, like, 30? Has he got 10 years Assume left? Assume a normal lifespan. Well, they, they, they implied that they have to get married quick because they don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm.
0: Because you're not attracted to them after a certain amount of time because they're so (laughs) craggy. (laughs) So depending on how strategic you are,
4: you could remarry after.
0: Yeah. This is a tricky game we play. I would marry Brashen.
6: That's... (laughs) (laughs) I
0: feel like I would get bored with Greg. Jeff? Eli, what would you do?
2: I, I like the mysterious one. I'm going after rain.
5: <laughs> for which part, though?
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm well. I'm not interested in the other two options.
4: Why? Well, you I can don't want to kill, kill anybody
2: or fuck anybody, so I'm going to go bad. for the Mary option. Aww. I'll give you. I will give
5: you one
6: answer. <laughs>
5: what a stand up guy,
3: all right, all right, we gotta move on, we gotta move on, uh, what's the next chapter you Me. it's yours pirates and captives go, okay, I gotta find it, gotta find it. <clears throat> All right. Chapter 35 is called Pirates and Captives. So we're back on the Vivacia. Kyle is screaming to resist the pirates, but everyone is ignoring him. And they're just watching Kenneth's uh, pirates swarm the Vivacia. So Wintro is notably relieved to be taken over by people who appear to know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Uh, but the serpents return and Vivacia just starts freaking out so she's like smacking at them with her arms and Wintro is making his way towards her amidst the chaos and we see kind of like all of these little mini uh, vignettes of everything all the terrible things that are happening on the Vivacia right now so we've got slaves who have raided Kyle's wardrobe and are I guess trying to create a good good... (laughs) they're so smart Uh, and we've they've also got slaves that have raided the snacks <laughs> and then people who are killing each other. Uh, so that's another good fuck, Mary kill for those three. So he, he reaches the edge of the boat just in time to watch them feed mild to a serpent. So pour one out for mild. He did Poor not wild. deserve to go like that. Mm his little feet dangling out of the serpent's mouth so Wintro oh, is trying to talk he's trying to talk the Vivacia down but she's pissed that Wintro is worried about his father when everyone else is dying and sob voice nothing matters but Wintro digs deep into decency and he says ship listen to me you sent me below to recall who I was I know you did and you were right you were right to do so and now recall who you are and who has sailed you? Recall all you know of the courage. We will need it. So that kind of like steals her and she calms down a little bit. So Sa'adar is doing some rapid career ladder climbing during this conversation while <laughs> Rutro tries to explain that he's being loyal to the ship. Yes, he is the captain's son, but he has the ship's tattoo on his face. So really, he belongs to the ship. Not Kyle. And Vivacia is freaking out at the pirates, what with the talking and the moving, but Edda arrives and escorts Wintro to talk to Kennet before Vivacia gets any more riled up. And they obviously don't like each other immediately. So Wintro mm-hmm. thinks that Zorkor is Kennet at first, which makes a really good first <laughs> impression. Because he thinks, like, this, like, badass, scarred pirate is Kenneth, and then he's like, no, no, this skinny, pale man with one leg who's falling over and smells really bad, <laughs> <that's Kennett. laughs> So, obviously, Wintro sees that Kennet is in dire need of some medical opinions. So, the recently freed slaves are still wreaking havoc by throwing soldiers overboard, and they want to throw Kyle. Yeah! But Winfrow manages to grab Kennet and threaten his life to get Sa'adar and his men to release Kyle. But, like, this is not Wintrow's forte, so in the end, as a way to not be immediately killed off, he promises Kennet that he can heal his leg in exchange for his father's life. So, basically, if he doesn't, then he, they both get killed, and if he does, then they live. So, while Sorcor and his men take control of Ivashia, Kennet presents himself to Ivashia. And Kenneth immediately flirts with her and outright positions himself as a romantic interest opposite Wintrow's brotherly affections. He says, <laughs> "Or and, and Vivacia says, I am a ship, not a woman. You cannot be my lover. And Kenneth says, Can't I? So Ooh, Kenneth promises to show. So fresh. Yeah. Kennet promises to show Vivacia an epic time to sail her to places she couldn't dream and Vivacia is intrigued. <laughs> that hussy. Kennet is, <laughs> is at the end of his charm meter though and he ends up fainting into Sir Cor's arms which I think is really sweet. Aww. <laughs> so Kennet wakes up in the captain's quarters with Edda, and she's busying herself and taking care of him and he asks immediately, where's Wintro? And he explains to Edda that Wintro is part of his luck. And I guess that means that is charm approved. And earlier there was this moment where he felt it felt like Kenneth was saying something to Wintrow. But I think maybe it was the charm. So Um. Etta is jealous of Vivacia uh, but Kennet doesn't care. And the two of them come to a depression impasse. So Then we skip over to Wintrow. Wintrow has extremely, very obviously, preserved Kyle's life in this colossal fuck-up. But Kyle is (laughs) super obviously not grateful. And of course he's not. Kyle is just not understanding that he holds responsibility for their situation. And while the hands scrub as much of the blood as they can from vivacious decks, Vivacia is starting to like the idea of having a competent captain who woos her and is proud to sail her. The pirate's life holds appeal, it seems. Y'all,
0: this chapter was a game changer.
3: <laughs> it was. I were love you, it. They're all going go the into. Dark side. Uh, I know, right? Well, this is like this is very obviously a man coming in and saying, "I'm going." It's almost like, of announced, "I'm going to do my best to woo you." Yeah. And Vivacia was like, "Okay." Yeah,
0: I'm she's like, "Show me
3: what you got." <laughs> so, yeah
4: oh to be a ship not a woman saying you cannot be my lover
0: and someone saying can't i i'm waiting for it <laughs> she's been so underappreciated and yeah. she's been treated like absolute shit and so now she's got this straight up charmer even though he smells like decay and he's like <laughs> <laughs> i'll take yeah,
3: it she's like when, this when is better is than what from I Kyle. Have. her standards are so low this is modern dating this is it. The, <laughs>
0: yeah. the
6: description
0: of Kenneth's leg when he says that it's Ugh. swollen inside of his Ugh. pants like a sausage in a casing. I was like, oh, that's yeah. fucking disgusting. I,
2: Wintro said he was going to splatter his leg like Ew. debris all over the, oh, the floor or whatever. Yes. It was really gross. Well, and he
3: also says, what are no, you going to do? do? You're just going to cut more of my leg off. And Wintro's like, yeah because it needs to be done
0: what I can't dumb figure idiot. out you're going to die <laughs> what I can't figure out in my head yet is how Etta is gonna try to fuck with Vivacia or like fuck the whole situation up like she obviously like they got beef straight out the gate
3: It's like so. hey bitch you fireproof <laughs> yeah
0: I know like honestly I'm like oh my gosh she's gonna go crazy Paragon would
1: like the research on that
6: <laughs>
5: Uh, I think my I think my very favorite part of this chapter was um, because Wintro had basically told Vivacia at the end of the, their last interlude to uh, think about who you are or what you want or whatever, and uh, mm-hmm. she was like, "Huh, I never really did think about what I want." And so apparently, Vivacia is kind of like turning over the idea of being like a pirate queen not you know some merchant ship that does what other people tell her to and i'm like that's that's kind of wonderful i love it so much yeah who among us well not even not even like what she's thinking of but simply like that she's being like she feels like she's now being given a choice of like what she wants to be and she had that had never occurred to her to even think of before and like Kenneth shows up and is like well what do you want and she's like no one's ever asked me that. That's all I've ever. Well, I think for. also,
3: like, Vivacia doesn't really have a choice at this point. Like, her choice is... It's this cake or death. Like, you can have Kenneth, <laughs> or you can have no one, because she definitely doesn't want Kyle, and there's no yeah. one else. And, like, Wintrow's not going to be her captain. So, yeah. really, she's just kind of, like, seeing the best in the only option that's being laid before her. But also, like... But it's Does not that she... bad of an option either. It's not... Yeah, I mean, this person's come in and said, like, look, you know, I'm a bad guy, but you were doing bad things and I'm freeing you from it. And I'm going to do things that make you happy. So, Like, they're going to steal compromise. stuff from
0: other ships, but she's still not going to be trading slaves. Right. Like,
6: that's...
3: Mm-hmm. What? Well, Kyle's she might the one be freeing slaves, she's... And she's going to be able yeah.
2: to hang out with Wintrow all her days. And, yeah, it's pretty
3: cool. And, and
0: maybe Kenneth's going to spa- expand upon his philanthropy. Like, we don't know. Maybe he's going to have, like, a little Robin Hood element to himself.
3: Right. I mean, we know that Kenneth is deep down a bad man. Yeah. For sure. So, and I think that, you know, maybe uh, I think it's implicit that, like, they know that, too. Because he you don't know, become, like, a pirate king by being yeah. a good man. But how is
0: that little fucking charm bracelet going to fuck all this shit up? I don't
3: know
2: mm, about that. Fuck it up. No, this is the point. Ooh, I but... want to see the charm bracelet talk to Vivacia. I was
1: just going to
0: say. But my <laughs> thing is the charm bracelet if... to me is in cahoots with Etta at this point, And Etta doesn't mm-hmm. like the Vivacia, So... That's where I'm seeing, like, maybe some mm. some shit going down. I don't
2: know that they're in cahoots. I think she's she's being manipulated by the bracelet. Maybe the bracelet
0: what likes means her. I don't Can know. The
3: bracelet just like her. Is that I think cat?
0: the bracelet. I think the bracelet does
5: like her. Yeah, I think the bracelet looked at her and saw I mean, like that she was, you know, that she that she had a lot of of very good qualities and was like strong and loving and brave and I mean she's kind of turning into a badass herself. Um. So. Well, yeah, There's when she a,
3: swarmed yeah. across the deck and everyone got the fuck out of her way and she was like, <laughs> and she showed up and she's like, Wintro, you're, you're the kid? Okay, yeah. come here.
0: And I liked the outside perspective of what she appeared to be, you know, because mm-hmm. we've only seen her from Kenneth's perspective. But like when Wintro sees her and is like, yeah, this tall, lanky woman with this short hair and all of that, I thought that was cool.
5: And and mm-hmm. didn't he say something about she mm-hmm. had a fire in her eye, kind of like vivacious?
2: Yeah. yeah like they were very similar
5: yeah that they looked different and acted different but they had the same like energy mm-hmm. so basically how soon do uh Vi-Vacia and edda figure out that they don't fucking need Kenneth and throw his ass overboard <laughs> oh. <laughs> they
3: just keep the
1: charm yeah exactly yeah <laughs>
3: I like that we, that the, it didn't get as violent as I would initially have expected it to be. That, like, they didn't fight. They kind of just let Kenneth take over.
5: Thank goodness. I mean, I know there's a
3: storm. But...
5: but also the slaves knew who he was. Like, they recognized his flag. The Raven flag, as, yeah. As the one who had been rescuing slaves. And uh, all, everyone of the crew except Kyle and like two sailors were already dead, so like there was nobody left to right. kill, really.
6: Um,
3: I'm really check- over oh,
0: Sadar, so I hope he gets chucked overboard sometime soon. I don't like
3: that guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first thing he ever did was lie, so yeah. I'm not really into him. Not a good start. Yeah. Um, I want to do a check in with the Tangle so that we can finish up discussion <laughs> with yeah. Alina.
5: All right, you're up. So chapter 36, uh, which really should just be an epilogue, but it's, co- it's called chapter 36, She Who Remembers. We end the book the same way we began it, writhing in the plenty with the tangle, as confused as Malkin about what is happening. Like, seriously, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so Malkin declares that the scent he has been following is not She Who Remembers. They've been following Vivacia. This was... Confirmed by discussion of the old white serpent fighting with them over the ship and Caesarea having a wound from fighting it, which I think Whit- Wintrow was the one who witnessed uh, one of the smaller serpents launch at the big one. And whatever that thing is, is not she who remembers. They discuss the state of Moby Dick the serpent. Like, how did he become so low an animal? I mean, he bit Caesarea like a shark, not a serpent. And I'm meanwhile, I'm like, "How the fuck would a serpent be attacking that he has forgotten? Like was he supposed to use his toxins or like a kinky dominance display of like we're gonna ride together? Like, what is this? I don't know. But apparently he didn't do it. He did it the, the like animal way, like a shark. okay. Um, so Malkin says, he has forgotten everything except feeding and shedding and growing. All else, all that is real and significant, he has forgotten. As I fear, we all shall forget if she who remembers does not manifest herself to us soon.
3: So they sink we can only hope,
5: <laughs> right? Yeah. So they sink down <laughs> into the muds to tangle together, and, this, and they, you know, reflect on the fact that the three of them are all that's left of Malkin's tangle. Um, He speaks, quote, the holy lore, end quote, to them to remind them of their life cycle. They were not meant to be in the feed, grow, shed state permanently. Their purpose is to become masters, to gain as much knowledge of the world as they can, come together and, like, mingle their knowledge in the mating and then come away as new beings to kind of do it all over again. And Malkin doesn't know how many times that rebirth has happened over the years, um, just that the long this the current cycle of the, the the eating and the growing and the shedding and whatever seems to be the longest they've ever known. <laughs> uh, so they all sort of gross. agree they used to remember more and Malkin feels like they will eventually forget even what little they do remember. So they have a new squad goal. Remember this above all else that we must continue to seek She Who Remembers. Scene.
1: Whatever it is, she (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
6: remembers.
1: You know, like, I sort of know where this is going and I'm still confused. Uh, Only
2: sort of. You know... Yeah, I feel like I have theories that are above... The uh, new reader crowd and well below the exactly. re- re-reader re- crowd.
1: I'm like, I do so I curious. know who She Who Remembers is? Do I? Or do I not? I don't know.
3: You know, I don't I don't think you're supposed to like have an idea. I think you're just supposed to be like, oh, there's something else going on here and I should get the next book to find out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. to read about more gross serpent. No, they're
3: like, oh, this thing, all it does is eat and poop and shed. And I'm like, yeah, that's all you do too.
6: <laughs> <laughs> He's describing
1: me? No, but they remember something vaguely.
3: They, they writhe around. They them remember
2: in. some some prayers, some some lullabies to sink into the muck with.
3: Ugh, ugh, ugh. God, ugh. <laughs> they suck. I hate them. May they never. Buckberry kill them. <laughs> <laughs> what Malkin traverse? <or laughs> <Sorry. laughs> exactly.
6: God, it's horrific.
1: Can I kill all of them? <laughs> Can, no, I not <laughs> Can I just kill yeah, right. myself? Yes.
6: <laughs>
3: I I just there, you can't ride them. You can't eat them. You can't talk to him. <laughs> just not on this team.
1: <laughs> if you were a ship, you could almost talk to I'd it. smack at them.
5: <laughs> or or hear about the unspeakable your... things it wants you to do. The unspeakable. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? Rudders and... Oh, I
6: can't. <laughs> oh
1: lord. Yeah.
2: I think it would be interesting if we keep getting their perspective, but they just get like foggier and foggier.
1: They're already and, pretty dead. Until <laughs> yeah, they're just like, like
2: attacking, they have Alzheimer's. attacking serpents, or you know, like they're just become animals. I don't know.
5: Well, apparently that's what's happened to pretty much all the rest of them. Um, they've they've completely forgotten what they're supposed to be um, or what they're supposed to be doing. They're not gaining any knowledge, or like they're definite they're definitely not like leveling up their karma at this point they're (laughs) not healing those wounds and learning those lessons
3: but you know what like only the strong what is it the useless die like maybe maybe this is the natural end to their life cycle you know Mm -hmm. like they didn't adapt there was like a comet or whatever dinosaur Mm -hmm. style like this is it the world is not right the the world isn't for them anymore
5: yeah worse for me well, I mean, if uh, if Wizard Wood has anything to do with their life cycles, like, are maybe they're supposed like, are they supposed to swim up the Rainwild River like salmon against the current or something to like get to the mating grounds? And that's like surrounded by Wizard Woods, and maybe that's why Vivacious smells like She Who Remembers. But like, when was the last time it happened? Was it before humans had settled in the Rainwilds? I mean, maybe. You know, it's a statement on, like, human ecological impact um, on things that, like, literally you would never expect to be connected. I don't know.
6: hmm <laughs> <laughs> Did I get too political here, guys? I'm sorry.
5: I'm sorry. I live in Texas. I live in Texas, everybody. Like,
0: I think you just nailed the swimming upriver like salmon serpent
6: salmon
2: oh. Oh. I want some serpent sushi
4: it's just eels yeah. I love eels really,
3: eel really big eels God. um I I, 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 literally, I literally cannot talk about what you just said so, <laughs> okay. so
0: every episode prompts <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert,
5: uh, Elena was right. What? Jazz hands.
3: I cannot confirm or deny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, right? Did, terribly did, wrong? Horrifically? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this will be my crew. Character introductions and exits. Goodbye, Mild. A lot of goodbye, that goodbye. goodbye. Fuck baby. you, Torg. Goodbye. Love
4: exits. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, Torg.
1: Torg.
2: Love we got we got Gar. Go, 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 Greg, Garig, Greg. Greg. Greg, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey.
0: <laughs> We got Jeffrey,
2: and we've got uh, Saadah, Ophelia, Saadah. There's
3: an R. Yeah, you're listening. I can only though.
2: pronounce it how they're...
4: you're doing the Boston accent now. No one's gonna. Understand. He's listening it's to just a just British accent. It, the so Saadah,
2: Saadah,
4: Saadah, <laughs> Saadah. He went to Worcester
0: (laughs) (laughs) to pick up his car. (laughs) (laughs) He parked his car.
3: Um, Who else died? Uh, Pretty much the whole crew, but a couple people on the Come free. Yep. Uh, But, you know, say hello to Althea's dreams rekindling. And, mm-hmm, That's so nice. And some, you know, some romantic choices for Malta. Also, we can say hello to Weasel. And, mm. Hey Weasel, <laughs> we know how we feel about the, you know, s- shiny, slick, long animals. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ready. I'm leaving. X marks <laughs> the spot. Where the heck are we? Uh, well, I think everyone's sword of may be turning for home. Except for Vivasia, who may be turning for a new home. Squarely in pirate territory. Yes. Uh, what a tangle. What are the serpents doing? Fuck, They're I fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Forgetting who they are. <laughs> they, hey, at least they know they forgot something, and that's the first step. <laughs> <laughs> They're just searching for that missing sock, like, all this
1: time. <laughs> They did laundry like 3,000 years ago. In <laughs> <laughs> but she who remembers, she knows. She knows they're supposed to remember. She's got the quarters.
3: <laughs> All right, Stuck in the dryer somewhere. <laughs> One sock each, because, you know, they've only got one leg exactly. <laughs>
6: uh,
3: The ship's talk. What did we learn about live ships in this section? Uh, that they can be wooed, that they have dreams. That, that they... they can be
0: normal and emotionally like level um, if they are and surrounded horny. by happy high... <laughs> people and horny. Okay.
1: <laughs> they have a secret club where they try and protect other live ships. Yeah. Because they don't want to become Paragon. They'll raise they
3: arms to, if they need to. They used to be something else. Potentially. Maybe. Potentially. Squirrels, TBD. <laughs> Which may or may not they don't, be large they groups don't, of squirrels.
2: They don't don't especially like being slaves. At least some of them.
3: Yep. Hmm. Uh, is this a patriarchy, misogyny, capitalism, slavery, and fashions from Jamalia? Well, let me put on my best pants and my favorite buttons to throw all these men (laughs) overboard.
5: (laughs) With pretty much the exceptions of the Teneras, um, they seem pretty, they seem pretty solidly, like, uh, forward-facing. Or maybe they're backward-facing because they're like, yeah, we knew your great-great-grandmother. She was a badass. Okay, so reminder,
3: our next reading session is going to be uh, Mad Ship, which I keep calling Ship of Madness, sorry. Mad Ship chapters one through five. We do have a content warning in chapter two for child molestation. And if you've been with us through our other books, you know that we usually take a break between books, but the bonus of us being trapped in our homes during coronavirus 2020, is that we're not going to take any breaks. So we will be back next week, which will be uh, March 27th, with the next five chapters. Good deal. Yeah, man. Some good. Read yeah. books.
0: It's...
3: it's fun. Yeah, we need it for our own mental health. I guess you know. I don't know how Mad Ship is going to do that for us.
5: <laughs> <laughs> It'll show us how worse it could get
3: yeah oh
0: god
4: <laughs> join us even if you've never learned to read
3: <laughs> we've got yeah we've got content for you it's fine uh, so you can find me on the internet at Darth Rachel on Twitter and Darth underscore Rachel on Instagram uh, I'm private right now because people are being mean to me but if you could try to message me I don't know if it will let you that's good. That's so rude. You you can
4: find me at AlyssaMaynard.com, and if you message me, I will ignore you.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm Jenny. You can find me at Face of Spray on Instagram, and I will not draw a goat you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My name is Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay on Instagram. And I really, really miss making butt, j- butt jokes about the
6: books. Oh, oh Ask West. <laughs> I was thinking that
3: you were gonna say don't ask me to make you anything. Royal ass <laughs>
0: I mean this one is the wait, is it what's the next book called? The
6: mad- Ship of mad- mad- Madness. The mad oh, ship. No. <laughs> I made a
4: butt joke this very episode. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's true. It's
6: true.
5: Mad ship. Mad the mad bad ship. ship.
0: Oh, okay. Never mind then. I was gonna try to make a <laughs> butt joke out of it, but I mean, there's a kind logical
5: joke to be found if you just want to change one letter, but it's not quite the same. No. Yeah. Um, I'm Elena. You can find me at <laughs> Moff Elena.
0: Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. not paying attention. Yes. Sorry.
5: And I'm
0: Ashley, and you can find me on the things at Ladybird Parker.
3: Next up is spoiler section, but I want Eli and Jenny to hang out.
6: Oh,
0: cool. Yes. Secret spoiler club. I call bullshit. I guess, I guess <laughs> I'll just go then, you Get guys. Get out. It's okay. We're going to expose our shocking lack of knowledge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they will kick us out in like five seconds. All
5: right. <laughs> well, enjoy. I'll talk to y'all next week.
4: hello what are your theories welcome mediocre readers hello (laughs) (laughs) yep you know that's me always is
2: Mm -hmm. so she who remembers i mean i assume that the reason that they're all getting stuck out there not knowing and forgetting things is because their leader is a ship (laughs) right well, we because they're they're trying to talk. guide them.
3: Yeah, they're trying to talk to a fucking boat,
2: and the the boat is not being the leader <laughs> it should be, because it can't.
3: Hasn't been trained. How to train your ship dragon? Do you really want to know, or are you just you just want to talk to me?
2: No, I'm just because this I, is, you is don't a spoiler have to Tell zone, me, and I'm I assume that it is. So I'm just going to keep this. i just
1: trying to work out when where Tintaglia comes in.
3: So tin, tin, <laughs> Tintaglia
1: and like yells at people in all caps. Just waiting I'm to suffer through that.
3: I mean, I appreciate Tintaglia is not she who remembers. T- okay, Tintaglia no. is, is is she who is trapped in a cave. <laughs> um, okay.
2: I this is, maybe I'm I don't I barely remember that last trilogy. But was Vivacia in it?
1: Yes. 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 They I can't remember I, even who had control of the Do you remember when I, I, I went Turn and like, read a, I went and read a few pages of that trilogy and I was like, oh, oh, all these people I did not pay any attention I to. I didn't pay any attention to
2: the them at all because they weren't fits. And I was like, I don't know who this is. Why are you assuming? Well, I, know, you know but I
1: just is? read like one page and I was like, oh, okay.
3: So, so, okay. I, I'm going to, do you really want to know? Cause I'm about to spoil you.
6: Yeah, go I can't that. grin any wider. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So,
3: she who remembers sure. is the t- is a title, and there is always uh, one in the gender. In every generation, there is a slayer. So, in every generation, there is a <laughs> a serpent <laughs> that maintains their ability to remember what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. And like salmon like upriver, up river. Right. I don't know why why I don't really understand why only one and not all of them. 'Cause it seems like it would just make more of a yeah. bad plan. It's too easy. <laughs> um but Vivatia her her cocoon was made for one that would have remembered. Yeah. So she but smells like she who remembers, doesn't. but she doesn't know shit because she's just a fucking cocoon.
6: <laughs> like yep. the, the that's, little that's... What I thought
3: the little malformed, dragony bit inside was removed, (laughs) so it's
6: so by the fucking.
3: Does that mean they can
1: never remember and they'll just disappear? No, because like she can
3: absorb memory, so somebody just has to provide her with knowledge. But Hmm. I kind of think it was a bit of a cop out that the live ships were able to make a full transformation in that last trilogy yeah yeah, yeah. I, agree. Yep. yeah. But I didn't i didn't like it. i haven't read i mean i was it's supposed to be a tragedy right like they are a great tragedy what yes. live shows yeah because they're like the carcasses of not even they're like the fingernails of the carcasses <laughs> of like what would have been yeah and
4: they're trapped forever, and it's so heartbreaking. And it is a cop out. You're absolutely right to be like, just kidding. Like,
3: and also, I fear for the world that but has created at the end of the that trilogy, because it's just like, <laughs> oh no, they dragons are bad news. <laughs> like, that's like the one thing that I disagree with the fool on. I'm like, no, no, this is a, this is a bad idea. They basically died out. You should let them die out. So when
1: do we get the B and per and per like trilogy so that we can see how terrible the
3: world is? I don't know. Coronavirus could provide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robin said she was
1: writing. Oh, while I... her while her dog Molly is foraging for frogs.
3: Her dog Molly. <laughs> yeah, she... yeah she, she, does not,
2: she does not share our views on. She Molly definitely
3: was calling us the fuck out in that panel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel so uh, bad now.
2: Um. So, I weirdly don't hate the dragons, and I keep saying this, like with the serpents too. But like, because
4: you're a cat
3: person,
2: I guess I'm a cat person, and
3: I hate them. I hate them. (laughs) I
2: I like the idea that we're not the top of the food chain; that we're like antelope or whatever. I, Mm. I love it. I like it too. Like I don't like the dragons, but I don't like them for the same reason I don't like us. Like I mean,
3: I yeah, I don't like the dragons more than (laughs) I don't like the serpents, but that's because the serpents are like contained. Like they're not (laughs) there. They're not. They don't have
2: unlimited power.
3: Yeah,
6: they're not the masters.
1: (laughs) I just wish that the dragons would speak quieter and not. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much. Learn to whisper. I also just—I just just think that they're They're like Fitz. Their thoughts are too loud.
3: Their thoughts are loud. They're nosy. They're always like trying to manipulate people to like be better, be in their image, like when they remember. And I'm like, leave them alone. They have their own destiny. You're interrupting it.
1: They're turning people dragony and not caring whether or not they live or die.
3: Yeah, they remind me
4: of Malta, so I like them. I don't
2: know. I'm excited to read the next trilogy when Fitz starts. Uh, interacting with Tentaglia, or I don't know, even like other other dragons, or I don't know, but you you have no idea who they are.
3: So wait, you, so the only ones you guys haven't read are these. Why do I not? And
2: Rainwilds. And, and Rainwilds.
3: Rainwilds. Okay.
4: I'm so excited. And the, I the side get books. To have a spoiler section where I talk to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
3: don't know what you're gonna do.
2: Yeah, Jenny and I. <laughs> have I read
4: I'll be like, Eli, you
1: stay. Are you going to create like oh, what? an extra persona for yourself? <laughs> you should just create an extra persona for yourself. And oh. you can just, just talk, talk to yourself. Your, talk yourself. If I have enough drinks, that's what oh, happens. Well. You
2: can do you going, You're going to date to pick one of us to stay? No, you know so what will happen? That'll how dumb we are.
1: <laughs> that'll, actually, that would be good. You just pick one of us and just like explain the story to us. And yeah. we'll just be really confused.
4: Yep, and I'll be like, "Fuck Mary, kill Tentaclia,
1: <laughs> Tentaclia, Ice Fire," and I cannot think of another dragon. Paragons? Oh, there's so Wait, many. Tarragon's
2: two. Paragons uh... two.
1: Uh... <laughs> well, I know the ships are. Spoiler. <laughs> We're in the spoiler section.
6: Mm.
3: I hate the dragons. I'm sorry. I, hate them.
1: <laughs> what? I just hate
3: them. Once they become
4: dragons and stop being slimy, I'm good. Really?
3: I think I hate yes. them more when like they are dragons. dragons.
4: Whoa. Bold. Yeah. Is it because they remind you of yourself? <laughs> you know, I
1: just think they're...
3: Tell the truth. They're just I don't know. They're bossy. They're jerks. They're jerks.
1: I don't know. I'm sad to get to the next trilogy because then Nida is going to be dead until he comes back as a spirit wolf because she realized it was a
3: terrible Yes, idea. yes. Great lows with <laughs> such great highs. We're talking fits, carrying the dead Frozen stiff body of the fool crying, talking about love and merging bodies, and just the first he has to
1: spend an
4: entire book in the (laughs) woods. I
3: love it. I love it. Oh
4: my god. I want to ask a question Um, each of you when did you cry in real life during all of these books?
1: I don't know if I really cried in the first. Two trilogies, no. but certainly the time I remember most is when I was reading the end of the last trilogy on the plane to LA when we were going to Australia and just like sobbing for four hours. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Sarah was sitting next to me, like, Are you okay? And I was like, It's fine, it's fine. And I get it, <laughs> Rachel, I get it. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, because it took you so long to get to books. <laughs> it.
1: books. It took me so long. Uh, the other time was I was getting teary-eyed when I was reading about Fitz's, like, almost death.
3: Mm. Yes. Before
1: mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. we when got gets, to Dying is Boring. When he gets it infested. Was, like, the best thing ever. Yeah. And I was reading on the train, and my mother was with me because she was visiting, and she kept trying to talk to me. And I was like, will you stop talking to me right now? Fitz is trying to die.
2: <laughs> I can't remember the first time, but I remember... In this last most time. recent, this most recent reread, uh, one I I think I cried a couple times in the last three books, but one that I remember is when Birch found Fitz's oh not Fitz's body, Pooh Bear, oh. the 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 Pooh Bear, <laughs> the Pooh Bear, a <laughs> forged one.
1: The only time I cried during this last trilogy when we reread it was when Verity was giving Fitz his sword at the end i think the, i don't know why i think
3: the first time i cried was when uh bridge dies
2: yeah when he
3: like stands his ground it's rough and dies i mean that i like that whole like end of fool's fate is just like pff, it hurts like it physically hurts to read it but it's so good to like want more you know it's like when you keep eating a candy that's like making your mouth bleed
2: it's definitely the saddest. Yeah, <laughs> we the saddest trilogy for sure.
3: I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I think the last trilogy is the saddest one because it's so nihilistic, and I, I mean, we'll talk about that when we get there.
2: I, it was less sad for me because I saw it all coming from like a mile away.
3: But that's it's why like it's you, sad. Like you
2: see the you see the worms from like you know halfway mm-hmm. through the book and. Yeah, I don't.
3: I just it felt it was less sad for me that because of that. It was less sad for you. It was more sad for me just because I was like, it it felt like it was dragging. It it felt like a great struggle just to die, and I, I mean, I knew that's what was going to happen, and it was poetic, and like the things that needed to happen happened, and you know whatever. But I was also just like so sad the whole time. That last book, ugh, hurt. Um,
4: thank you. Now I know all your weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> I well, my, really my
2: weakness agonized hard. over um B and the Fool's relationship. That was Oh, sad.
3: that's still I actually like thought about that the other day. I was like walking somewhere, doing something completely different and I like left foot hit the pavement and I just thought oh, B and the Fool, they just never really worked it out. And the fool had that baby that doll. She, the fool had that baby doll from the very beginning.
1: <sighs> I hope that if she does write another trilogy, that you know, like a stone wolf just is following, be around for her entire life. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she can't ever remember anything.
3: <laughs> I I think that they they could have very cool adventures. I think I'd read it. Alright, go away. Oh shoo.
4: Okay. No more feelings. Fine. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
3: Okay, fuck Mary Kill.
4: Oh yes. Reprise. Okay. Um, absolutely. I would marry Rain. He's the most romantic.
3: <laughs> he has um, all the he's right. got the deepest pockets.
4: He's got the divas pockets. He's the most like. Wh- what are his faults? What are I his don't faults?
3: Oh come on! <laughs> he disappears for days on end. I need my space. It's fine. <laughs> um, I
4: would probably fuck, brashen and kill drag, 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 <laughs> drag, <laughs> take a drag. What about you final mm-hmm. answer.
3: Okay. Fuck Rain. Mary mm-hmm. Brashen. Mm-hmm. Kill Greg. Only We're almost in agreement. Only because, only because I do not subscribe to all the baggage that comes with like being a Rainwild person and like raising dragons and shit. Like, no, not doing that. Fair. But I want to see where all the waddles are. So like let's do that.
4: show me Uh, your waddles Waddles guy and
3: uh and then like Brashin, like i he has a lot of problems Mm. but i feel like Brashin evolves very deliberately on his part into a better person and i
6: Yeah, eh, yeah and
3: i appreciate that like I don't necessarily want to like be there while he's evolving, but I'll like show up later <laughs> when he's done and he's worked his shit out. That's completely
4: fair. I I'm
3: sorry. I'm sorry, drag, but drag. <laughs> you got. You gotta say yes when the girl asks you to dinner. That's no, because my mommy wouldn't like it. No. Yeah, let her buy you a drink, you coward! Come on, just a drink. A drink,
4: one drink. Um, Elena showed up.
3: Wow! Holy shit! (laughs) I'm glad we turned off the videos because. (laughs) Me too. I was just like tilting away from my chair. I was like, I was like, I had to like take my glasses off. I had like, I was like, oh
4: no, (laughs) oh no, spot on let's just never would i have come up let's with let's just this. close
3: the book oh, yep fuck. we can stop reading
4: elena got she it she
1: got it
3: i knew it though she's gonna figure shit out that's remember my bet was that she would figure out the fool before ashley did and yep. it's because i do that <laughs> i do read this fucking book with elena and she 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 sees plot lines like she can she graphs them out in her head i think and figures oh. out like where, what thing, you know, like why, like where's the foreshadowing, and why is this detail here? And wow,
4: oh, to be capable of minor cognitive <laughs> thought over here. And then Elena's like in the year twenty thirty three. <laughs> Just... She's like, well, there's a ri- there's a river,
3: it.
1: and there's things in the water, and they must be connected. Mm. I was stunned. You got us
4: future elena who is listening to the spoiler section we are so
6: proud i know
3: of you. maybe elena should just be in the spoiler section
4: yeah we'll invite her she,
3: she earned her way
4: yes <laughs> you have to earn it
3: <laughs> oh no cool all right well then i guess right. i will actually talk to you next week hell yeah right. i'm so excited right. bye bye, bye. the first five chapters of Ship of Madness. Mad Ship? Ship of the Mad Ship. <laughs> You've been saying mad Ship of Madness <laughs> for months. <laughs> like, I just love Golden it Golden Madness. Time. <laughs> with Mad Ship.
4: Assassin's with
5: Madness. Assassin's madness.
1: <laughs> madness Errand. <laughs>
5: Ship's Assassin. Errand Ship's Assassin. Operation like Hot one. Paragon.
1: Ooh, Yeah, girl. And we might all be mad by then because we'll have spent two weeks in quarantine.